Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Survivor Specialist Phil and Alexa are back with our Survivor 45 finale predictions and power rankings. I can't believe we are here. Down to the final five, and tonight we are joined by James Godfather, question mark, question mark, question mark, Jones. I, I'm i I'm so happy that James came back. We had so many season 43 uh, guests this season. We had Gabler, we had Owen, we had Lindsay way back early in the year. We had Sammy. I mean, we had newcomers, we had old timers, and now we get James, who was on the podcast last year, had a really fun discussion, and we kind of need you to help people rebound because – Gabler didn't do so bad last week. He had drew in fourth place uh, out of his final six, but the two weeks before that we had Adam Klein and Brett LaBelle. Adam had Bruce number one when Bruce went home and Brett had Emily number one when she went home. So they both really aren't good at power ranking. So <laughs> please help the survivor community, James. That's what you're here for tonight. I will. I'm going to try to do my part. You know, I'm just one person, you know, I'm going to try to do my thing. I, I got you. So how are you feeling about the season as a whole uh, now that you're a full year removed from your season? It's it's like the, the longest, shortest year ever. Cause like it's almost three seasons, but it really was like last year. Um, but I find this season, I'm sorry, this season has was, been great. I mean, I feel like you understand every single character's motivations. You understand what they're thinking and why they're making moves. And I think, under the understanding of like kind of it's almost like poker where you can see that like when Tux is holding took off you, you could you see every player's percent like oh they're bluffing they're doing this they're doing that you're able to see that the outcome doesn't necessarily matter it's more about the process and I feel like with this season the process is what you can see and that that's what makes us have these podcasts that's what makes Survivor so interesting because you can sit over the water cooler and go back and forth and I feel like this season has been great for that because you're seeing everybody's perspective right wrong and indifferent and we can have these conversations yeah and i think especially well phil and i are in agreement on this i have not seen your tweets recently but it sounds like for, for the past few seasons going into the finale there has been like one super dominant person and they haven't won it's always been someone else and phil phil's been doing this longer than i have but we're like it's like it has to be d right like who else could it possibly be but as we start like going into this and actually going one through five, it's going to be interesting to see like, sure, maybe it's her, but like, how does that actually happen? Like, I think this final five vote is going to be pretty crazy. I mean, it crazy depends on your perspective on what you think people are doing in the game. This, I think this may be a vital book final five, truthfully. Really? Very much so. And so I want to, I want to bring this up. So on, on, um, our YouTube channel, I had finally, Russell Muscle TV taught me how to use community notes or whatever it is. I don't even know. Community notes is on Twitter. It's not community notes, whatever it is. Community posts, let's call it. And so I put one out today that was who will be the first person voted out of the Survivor 45 finale. Who do you think most of our people pick to be the first person voted out then, James? Jake. Not Jake. No, 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 no. Sorry, take that back. Couture. Incorrect. Ooh, the first well, person voted out coming into this right now, Alexa, who do you think they have? I'm going to, the person voted out at five. Yeah. I'm going to guess they said Julie. 
They did. Overwhelmingly. 53% of people picked Julie to be the first boot of this episode. Then it was... It was D at 16, Austin at 15, Katura at 11, and Jake at 5. So people weren't uh, – were, people are pretty much thinking Jake is getting dragged to the final three is what it seems like based on what I'm hearing. But he also has that idol. So that makes it a little bit harder for him to get voted out at final five, which is definitely working in his favor coming into this week. But when Because I just wanted to bring that up, James, because when you said by the book, in your estimation, what does by the book look like this season? I mean, let's go back to 41 at five. Who went home? Ricard. Okay. Um, at, at, I mean, I, I've been saying, I feel like a lot of, you know, big threats go home at five. And if you're the biggest threat in the game and you have people that, when there's clear lines between the top and the bottom, the thing about the end game is that everybody knows everything. Even if you didn't know things at 12, you know them now at six. So, you know, I feel like we have two people at the bottom and all you need is one person to make a move. And the bottom people at the bottom have an idol. So I think when that happens, unless D wins immunity, I think she's the first one voted out. It's very simple. It's very simple to me. Do you, I think Phil is frozen. So I'm going to speak for him. Do you think that <laughs> Jake is going to, unless he, unless he has found what you said, incredibly boring. Um, do you think Jake is going to find a way to play this idol successfully. Cause I think like him finding this idol could completely flip this upside down, but Jake's had a lot of really good ideas. They just have not been able to come to fruition. How do you, how do you see that playing out? So I feel like Jake's ideas have only been, they've been good ideas, but when you're playing from the bottom, that's all they really are. You know, it's tough when you are trying to pitch rocks where you don't have numbers. Like, that's a very tough position to be in in the game. I know. Was it twice? Was it twice? You're like, I I don't, if someone comes to me with rocks, I'm just like, whoa, I don't know. I may have to let you out. But I I think that, I think if he doesn't do anything and just plays his idol, I feel like the votes will flow his way. Mm -hmm. Um, Based, I feel like Julie, I still think Julie will want him out. I feel like D will want him out over Couture. As Couture, I feel like, Someone that D could probably work with, but like she can work with. So I don't think Katora is getting the heat. Mm-hmm. Jake is going to probably play his idol regardless. So Jake just has to choose who he wants to go home. You think the do you think the votes are going to get put on Jake, or do you think he's going to save someone else? I think Jake plays his idol, and the votes get put on Jake. Um, I don't. They can't split votes. I don't think you know. So yeah, I, I feel like the votes get put on Jake. He plays his idol. Um, or Jake wins immunity, he plays an idol for Couture, and then and says, let there be fireworks. That would be amazing. Like, that would be my dream, you know, just to kind of from a survivor point of view where you had these three people, and now you had two people immune, and mm-hmm. you three got to make a choice. We're going to be quiet and, yeah. and let it let it happen. I think those things would be fun. Yeah. I th- Also, Phil just texted me saying his internet just collapsed. So he's working on something, and he'll be back whenever he's back. Good. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, I think I, I I don't know if Jake's going to get the votes, I think, because I think at this point it's been what, like maybe two or three weeks since he's gotten votes. And I think he's fallen into that really against his will, that like that Romeo position, for lack of a better term. Um, so I think he's going to I think he's going to protect someone. Assuming this goes right, like Julie or Austin, I think, are going to be in the biggest trouble because I think. Julie, well, Austin, I think, is going to be a little mad after 
defli- essentially flipped on him. And I think Julie is going to figure out now that D is the person that she has to get rid of instead of go to the end with. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like D, Austin, and Julie, or D's in a position where she, she wants to have as many people take her to the end as possible. So mm-hmm. I don't think that's advantageous. I feel like Julie still feels like she wants somebody. If she feels D will take her to the end, or that she's a person, I feel like Julie's very confident. So I really think that they're confident against each other. Um, I do feel like Jake just makes a lot of sense, and it's like there's no blood. You all have the same equal chance to get to the end. You can deal with it when you deal with it. It also is the easier sell, you know, like for, yeah. for, from a group. I feel like after kind of the, the last vote, which was, you know, a very contentious vote, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, you want to be on the same page. And I feel like Jake is the easiest on the same page uh, vote for the Reba side. And that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. And he had like, Against his will, he doesn't have any blood on his hands, you know, and his whole, essentially his entire starting tribe is on the jury. I don't really know where Kelly and Katora, or excuse me, Kelly and Kendra stand with him. I I think Bruce could vote for him because other than Julie, who we really only found out through Exit Press, I don't really know who Bruce was close with in this remaining group. I, he, I do not see a world that he votes for Katora. Um, and I don't really know what relationship he had with Austin or D. I think that's. A, I think they really were had a tribal line. I think tribal tribes is interesting when you think about it in the new era. Like we're we're there for a certain amount of time, but people still identify with their tribes very strongly. Even if you say you say okay, you're merged, but it's more like a one world when you get out there, where you're 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 playing Survivor, but you're really playing like it's kind of a one worldy game as opposed to like traditional survivor. And I think that's the kind of the thing you're trying to wrap your head around. You're still kind of tribal at the merge and you're trying to kind of figure out where can you wiggle in and not be tribal, but still keep your power in the game. Mm-hmm. And um, welcome back. Hey, Dude. Phil. How's it going? Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I don't know what's going on with my, my stuff here. This is like a couple of weeks. Ever since we brought Owen on earlier this season, my internet has been going crazy, but it's been – it's one of those where normally it'll wow. freeze. Yeah, it'll freeze like, for like twenty. Like a little correlation there. It'll wow, freeze that- for twenty <laughs> seconds. Twenty <laughs> seconds, it'll freeze, and then it'll come right back. This time, my entire computer shut down and then won't even restart. So I'm just happy I'm alive. I'm happy yeah, I'm yeah. here. I'm sure that whatever everybody said was brilliant. Um, luckily, this was one of the first times where I wasn't talking when it cut out. I feel like somebody else was, so that was a positive. Um, that James is talking and you, you were kind of just like, it looked, you were just like staring and we were like, man, Phil's bored. And then I realized yeah. you were dead. So yeah, it's James's point just wasn't doing it for me. That's what we're talking was, so. about. We, we, we are disagreeing a little bit on who's going to go home at five. And then we're talking a little bit about the jury composition and like, if tribal lines are going to matter at final tribal. And James is just saying this, like with new era, there's like a little one worldy kind of vibe where tribal lines are just super fluid in general yeah no and I, I agree with that so you were going james based on what what i last heard you were going with um you were going towards the route of d's gonna go home at five right that's what you were leaning towards i feel like that that, that would be a, a move for jake he has an idol like i feel like he wants the most the easiest way to play at this point is to get both placed on you this is what you want to mm-hmm. do you know so I think he may even throw the throw the immunity if he can throw it to Couture even better. You know, like I think he's about to try to make I feel like that's the way you make a move. 
I think as much as you want to play your idol for somebody else at the final five, that that tastes cojones. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a different level of risk. That I don't know. I don't think anybody's ever played an idol final five for anybody else. So we know he's safe. The best way, the best move is for him to get the votes to put him on D. Yeah, and I could see that happening, but my concern is that he actually views Julie as the bigger threat, which I don't think is true. But I won't, that's where my head is going, is that Jake is going to see Julie as a threat because her idol play, He, I don't think he realizes, he doesn't realize, nobody realizes that that was really D's move. D told Julie about what was going to happen, and that's why Julie played her idol, but D never let that slip to anyone. But wait, but why did why did D tell Julie? Get you got to credit Julie's social game there. I mean, like D, if D, I think the the best part, the best move is having someone think they're taking credit for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think Julie, I think you just had Gabriel on the show. I feel like when you have a lot of years, you have a lot of wisdom, and they're able to kind of sit back and about be able to articulate that. Mm-hmm. Where the final tribal to talk to, I told you to play your idol. I built a relationship that you told me to play my idol. Yeah. You know, who wins? You know, and it's, it's kind of how you can frame things. How do you see the game? And I think Julie sees the game pretty. I feel everybody is seeing the game pretty well, what I'm seeing. And I think, you know, the person that messes things up the most for the, the people in power right now is probably Jake. So if Jake is available, I feel like they're going to take that shot. Yeah, but I, I think what the biggest problem is there is everything we just said is Julie can still make the argument of Final Tribal. But I think the perception to everybody on that island right now is that Julie made the biggest move in the game. Whether D can argue it later at Final Tribal or Julie can argue it later at Final Tribal, it doesn't matter. The perception right now is Julie has made the biggest moves in the game. Now, Drew did just go home last week, but Julie and D did that together. So if you're kind of keeping a tally in your head as you're moving along and you're Jake, wouldn't you give a couple, wouldn't you give one more notch to Julie than D at this point in the game? I don't necessarily think. You know, I feel like everybody's a threat. I don't know. I think Jake, I think Jake is very aware. And I think that the Austin D thing is something that, you know, I mean, Jake may take a shot at Austin, you know, mm-hmm. and give himself a better immunity chance. So I, I may be wrong, but I, I do feel like Austin and D are going to go go back to back in this in this, in this uh, episode coming up. So do you think Austin's going to come back in the first three minutes? And do you think they're going to fall apart? Or do you think he's going to be like, the game's a game? I don't. I, I don't think it's either. I think. I think one of the games a game, but two. At some point, someone's going to be cut, and they still have a majority. Mm-hmm. You get the. I mean, you get to. Not, I mean, you're hurt, but at the same time, you don't get any. No blood is on your hands. You know, it may put a bigger target on you because now you have Drew as an automatic vote, knowing that he was blindsided. You know, so people may look at Austin as a bigger threat, knowing that he already has Drew there in the jury mm-hmm. singing the praises of Austin. You know, so it may be Austin first. I didn't think I didn't think I was thinking D, but I think Austin may be the clear target, especially as someone thinking about going into that final four competition. You don't want to actually see Austin in that competition. Yeah, I think that makes Austin a threat. But I also you know who Austin kind of reminds me of? And God, this is going to sound mean, but I don't mean it mean. He reminds me of Mick Trimming at this point all the way back in Survivor Samoa. Where on on paper, he looks like a really good player. And I'm not saying that Austin's a bad player, but in the circumstances of the game he is currently in, it's not going right for him. And he's being overshadowed left and right, left and right. And I think last week's vote 
might have been the final nail in Austin's coffin. I really do. Because I think no matter who he sits next to at final three now, I think beats him. I, I think I think it depends on – I think everybody's a shot. I think it depends on now the final tribal is more about – I don't know how move dependent it is. I feel like it's more – like can you know your place in the game compared to everybody else? Like who has the best graphs on the game and can describe it in the most favorable way? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, that's where I think it is right now where – you know, you have moves, but every vote off's a big move out there on the island, you know. So, like, you know, some people may thought Bruce was a big move. Some people, but at the same time, you know, who do people really think are pulling the strings? Like, and that's kind of thing. You have people that make the votes. You have everybody else that knows the votes. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing now that we're seeing is that being on the right side of the vote necessarily isn't the best thing and the right thing at all times. And you have to start figuring out. It's cool to sometimes be that lone person out there. That 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 cast a rogue vote, you never know it may work out for you. Yeah. So you know, I think that's kind of why hop along with the group, knowing that the group isn't really with you. And I think when people nowadays, as Survivor fans, everybody tries to objectively tell you who the best player ever is or who the best winner is or something like that. They don't want it to be subjective. They try to figure out a way to make it objective. So they talk a lot about, well, this person voted correctly. This person won all these immunities. Blah blah blah. Then you look at a player like D who has purposefully voted wrong. So that would count against her if she wins this game while you're ranking the criteria. And people would say, oh, well, she only voted correctly 15% of the time instead of 25% of the time. It's like, but she purposely voted wrong. You know, it's like, if I'm not watching the Eagles game tonight, you know, you're wearing your Philly shirt, you're ready to go. If I'm not watching the Eagles game tonight and I'm just following along on ESPN.com and it says Jalen Hurts incomplete pass to Devonta Smith, that looks the same as any other incomplete pass, but that could have been Devonta Smith dropped one right in his hands. That would have been for a touchdown. I don't know that because according to the stat line, it just says incomplete pass to Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. And that's how people are kind of wrapping this up right now, because you brought up a great point earlier. We've had a lot of very obvious winners and people right now. Did I freeze again? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody good. I get worried whenever anything had to be freezes. Um, but people right now are trying to claim that D is too obvious of a winner. But for four straight seasons, we've had an obvious winner. I guess three straight seasons, we've had an obvious winner. And then Jam Jam, I feel like, did actually win. But yeah, I think the, the one they don't win game were obvious after a period of time. I mean, you know, like Marianne was obvious in the back third. Gabler, I think, was obvious in the back third. I, I, felt, I, I feel like Jam Jam was the one that you could kind of tell from the beginning, just yeah. like. I feel like Jam Jam felt like the most new era, like person coming in after seeing Marianne Gabler come in Erica, like where Jam Jam is the perfect fuse of, I'm going to be underestimated. I'm going to have a great social game. I'm going to be able to get enough information. And Jam Jam's moves, the Tika three, they had a lot of moves that were based on restraints mm-hmm. and also being on the wrong side of the vote. Yeah, like, th- there is something to like understanding where the information is and still placing your votes against the grain, letting people know you're a free agent or you are open to not do what the group wants to do. And I think like Marianne, because Mike was there, I feel like Mike was somebody that people were looking at. Omer was everybody's darling to go and win the game. And then he ended up losing at final six. But then Mike Turner was there. So that was a little tricky. Erica, nobody, Ricard seemed like the obvious one there. Going into the finale, but, oh, Ricard's going to win, Ricard's going to win, and then he doesn't win. And then in 43, it was Jesse, 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 and then Jesse doesn't win. So what my point is, like, it feels like there's an obvious winner, maybe right. with to people where it's going to be D. But if D was the first person voted out of this episode, for as much as I have just been like, D's going to win, it's always been D, there's no doubt about it, I wouldn't be sitting here absolutely 
devastated. Like I was when Jesse went home, I said, wait, okay, wait, what now? Who's the, like, who's going to win out of this final three? It just didn't seem like it made sense. This is a different scenario. Cause you still have Julie. You still have Jake. Who's been playing hard. You still have Katura. Who's made a couple moves and you have, um, and you have Austin who could probably make a pitch at the end, even if his game hasn't been the best. So I do think what this season showed, and it'll be interesting to see how survivor handles it moving forward is 90 minutes is amazing. Yeah. And then you get down to like final six and final seven and 90 minutes starts to become a little bit less interesting because there's not as much happening, especially on these shorter days. It's not like, Oh, we have a reward. Then we have an immunity. We have this, we have that. And I think people are starting to get a like feel bored with this season because it feels predictable and the episodes are longer. So, So I think this only may affect these last two episodes. I feel like that 90 minutes is going to flow perfectly into this final episode where I feel like that's not going to be as big a deal. So maybe these last two episodes, you know, they may have been a little slower, but for me, I felt like we got to see, I feel like the, the, the benefit of those past two episodes is we're going to be able to see the manifestation of what those votes meant to the trust to the people in these episodes. These are going to be emotional votes. Mm-hmm. These are going to be shocking votes. Like if, if, if there is a blind side of D, like Austin's going to be, he's not going to like that. Julie's not going to like that. I mean, then you have four people, two and two. Like if, if uh, Julie goes home, like then you, it's like D and Austin, obvious final two. Does D cut Austin? Does Austin cut D? Like, do they see, I want to be the one Reba. Like, I feel like there's so many, like, but we know the emotional stakes. That's going to make it so much better going into this episode where, you know, and let's not forget, you know, people were super excited about episodes one, two, and three. I mean, Sabaya, like, these were episodes that everybody had yeah, super fan favorites early. Mm-hmm. Like, so let, we have to, let, you know, we, let's let them cook. Yeah. Like, let them cook. Yeah, it's I agree. crazy. It's like this season was Sabaya. Like, she was like the first three episodes of this season. So, so I feel like a lot of times everybody wants kind of the razzle dazzle, and I think so. When you sit back and you really look, you have to get to look at the episode and just take and just take a deep breath and see what they're showing you. And they're showing you drama. They're showing you like Drew. Drew, Drew was emotional. Drew, like I like to see someone angry when they get voted out. It makes me proud. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you like, like you can tell someone really cares, and, and you know when you when you're working hard out there, you see the finish line. And that gets taken away from you. Like it's better when you know those journeys. So I feel like it's going to be crush, crushing when people go home t- tomorrow, well Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, and it should be. I mean, Kelly getting voted out. She was pissed. We were cheering that, not because Kelly went home, but because yay, she's mad. Like thank God, it's good to see people be really pissed because on the inside, that is what most people are feeling when they get voted out. But every, I think too many people kind of try to take the high road a little bit right now. Don't there's, there's a whole show dedicated to villains right now on E. So like be a villain. It's okay. Like you can be a villain. Um, You can. And Drew, I'm telling you what Drew could be on house of villains right now because he just, he just gets it. He just, he played the game. He was pissed off. He went home. He got blindsided. He didn't see it coming. But he was playing so hard, he was ready to do it to whoever else. You know, he kept talking about how he wanted Julie out. They were trying to blindside Julie the week before. So he gets blindsided. I'm curious to see who he will vote for, though. Because if if it's a Reba, other than Austin, if it's if it's D and Julie sitting at final three, with, I, I'm so scared, with Katura and Jake, who is he voting for? Does he vote for the Reba? Katura or Jake. Yeah, that's exactly what I think, too. All right, 
let's like get this whole thing out of there's no such thing as dessert. Like you win by getting the jury votes. There's no rubric. There's no I controlled this vote. I made this big move. Like juries don't care about any of that stuff. Like they want to be able to say, like you understood the game, you respected how we played, and you saw the game the best. That's what I'm saying. You know, and you opportunity made moves when you had the opportunities to make moves. And I think opportunity is because the jury knows if you weren't in a position of power. So if you were in a position of power and you try to act like you were, you see what the juries do not like that. But mm-hmm. if you weren't in a position of power and you say, well, y'all were, I said this, and this happened, right? They they can't really deny that, you know, at the same time. So I feel like this is going to be a very interesting, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think the final three, because at first I was saying the Rebus will just vote for the Rebus. But now that Drew got blindsided the way he did and how mad he was, I'm not necessarily sure that's going to happen. It was the same way that on your season, a lot of us felt, okay, Carla will vote for Cassidy. That was not the case. And we all saw that pretty clearly once she got up there and once she started being able to talk, like, wow, she is, there's no way Cassidy's getting Carla's vote at this point. So uh, there's so much, I think like, especially with how short the time is between vote outs near the end of this game, it's just emotion driven at this final tribal council because there really isn't enough time a lot of the time to to reestablish yourself and say, okay, let me take a deep breath. I mean, you think about back in token chains, right? Tyson was the second member of the jury and what he was on the jury for 14 days, 15 days, something like that. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. I mean, Tyson, one of my favorite players, I first time playing, voting out the same spot. I, lo- I, I mean, yeah, but I feel like you're able to get. I think I think a lot of people that got voted out of that spot when they go back and play, they play well because you get a lot of you get to get to see a lot of things from that spot and having that perspective of seeing everybody come in into the jury and what's happening in the game and that perspective it helps you out and with evaluating also you know who you're going to vote for. So I think I think it's and I think that the point you raise about the time period being short also is just time to share information. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're back up on the road, so you're trying to rest up. You may not feel like talking game. I may not feel like communicating everything to somebody. I may not have time to catch up with someone. I may not want to talk to somebody. So all this information is, isn't as fluid as it may as people may think it is when yeah. it happens at Ponderosa. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So. So let's let's start talking about some of these scenarios here. And and I'm not going to I'm not going to ask you for what your opinion on is it, how likely a final 3 is. I just kind of want to hear and Alexa this is open to you too. I just kind of want to hear what your what your feelings would be in a final 3 situation here before we get into our actual finals. At this point, if we had an Austin Jake and Katura final 3, a lot of people feel like that would be the most chaotic of the final 3s because <laughs> D and Julie seem like they've separated themselves a little bit in terms of edit in terms of the moves they've made. But if we had Austin Katura and Jake, if Julie, if D got voted out at five and then Julie ended up losing fire, who do you think would pull it out in an Austin, Jake and Katura final three? Mm. <laughs> I have an idea. Do you, do you want to go first, James? Uh, I thought you go first. Yeah, you, go James, first. <laughs> you take, you take your time. I think, James would be able to speak to this better than I can, but from my perspective, it seems like Jerry's prefer a slow burn and a hot finish than a hot start and a and a, a slow finish. So when I think of it, it all depends on like why D and Julie went home for what it's worth. But Austin can say, 
I wanted a sandwich and I got rid of Jay and I got rid of Kelly. And even though Drew is the one who like, from our perspective, verbalized Kelly's name, Drew has no animosity towards Austin. I don't think Drew would not, I think Drew would go to bat for him. Maybe Jake based on his exit press, but I think Austin has, Austin has won an immunity. Like he's, he's won a reward. He's won an immunity. And yes, he played that, he's played his amulet kind of pointlessly, but I think that can say like, I have this alliance. I was very confident in them. I am not the reason this alliance fell apart. So he can, like, that is, I think, a pretty good argument versus Katora. Unfortunately, I'm not sure what her argument would be unless she is like the reason that Dean and Julie went home. Jake's, I think it's harder when there maybe isn't as much to point to because J- James and I were saying when you were off, Phil, like, Jake's had the best ideas out there. He's yeah. I, like, The Rock's like, it's crazy risky, but that's a super creative idea. And he has this idol and he's going to try to do something good with it. So it depends if they value attempts, whether or not they were successful. I, I want to throw this out there before James, before you answer, because let's say Jake does go into this final tribal and he finishes last place. Let's say no matter who he's saying, so let's say he ends up as a zero vote finalist. I just want to, I just want to say this real quick. Season 41, Xander was the zero vote finalist. Season 42, it was Romeo. Season 43, it was Owen. And season 44, it was Carolyn. Then season 45 would be Jake. I legitimately think every single one of those players could play Survivor again and win, which is not the case for the first 40 or however many zero vote finalists there were. Some zero vote finalists are just bad luck. Stephen Fishbach sitting next to JT, he did not understand how well loved JT was, but Stephen Fishbach could come back and play again and win. But then there's other zero vote finalists who we're never going to win. Natalie Tenerelli, I don't see winning Survivor. As nice of a person as she is, I don't think she would have played the game that way. So I think it would be, if Jake ends up getting fifth, it really does uh, it really does just reiterate how hard this game is because somebody with as many ideas and understanding of the game who wants to play aggressively doesn't piss people off from, from because he's making moves like Russell Hans. It's just he can't get his footing. It really just shows how hard it is to win Survivor. I, mean, I think it also shows how hard it is to get your footing. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like we have to, and that's why I think when I talk, like, every vote's important. So it's hard to create a vote. I think if you like to look at back, like, who actually is, like, creating votes, it's hard to create a majority out there. It's hard to, you know, get a vote done. A lot of people don't get votes done. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at it, like, a lot of people are add on to a vote or they're off the vote, then they're home. So it's a tough thing to do. So I feel like you have to give people credit for the people that are, you know, out there orchestrating the moves. And it's tough. And that's why it is hard for Jake, because people are actively making sure, taking away Jake's footing. You know, I think the one thing Jesse did was great is Jesse built a friendship with Carla. You know, he's playing the game, but at the same time, he's trying to take away her allies and limit her options, but keeping her as the ally. I think that's like one of the things you want to do in this game is limit your limit options. And every time left and right, they're taking away Jake's options. And for the first time, when, when Drew voted Emily out, that took away one of his options, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to a surefire loyal option. And what we're seeing now that loyalty is still the name of the game in Survivor. Mm-hmm. And would you rather have uh, Emily sitting there uh, with this next vote, you know, when this next vote came up, uh, would you rather vote Jake out and have Emily here at six? You may have an ally versus having Jake, who's kind of ambivalent to you. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that are hard, like that was makes this game super hard. 
Yeah. So, so, and, and then James, I'll ask the same thing though, with those three. So it's Katura, it's, it's Austin and it's Jake and Jake will have, he will have played his idol. We just don't yeah. know if it's going to work or not. So we know he's going to play it, but will it work or not? What do you no, think in that final three? I, still, I think I think I think that's I think Austin gets that when he has, I think he has D's vote. He definitely has Drew's vote. I think he has those two votes. Um, Probably gets he, Drew Lee's. Yeah, may, dep- well, yeah, I, I would think so because I would think Jake would have to idle out D. Austin wins, mm-hmm. makes Julie go to fire against somebody. She loses fire. Maybe she shows a little grudge. I mean. Uh, I think Austin probably was playing a super social game. I think I do worry if that, like, was Austin making kind of promises and how deep was his promises were with the other side to make moves. Um, I think, you know, he's he's good at good in the fact that they had Emily and they voted off, they voted off Brando. So maybe Kendra may have some bad blood depending on, but I think Austin may be the one that people don't find him as, you know, domineering with a D and a Drew and a Julie. And he's saying, hey, I, w- I was the muscle behind this. I was subtle. I kept the relationships going. Information flowed through me. It's all about how you can frame things at the end of the game. And if he has that ability to frame, I think he can take that one home. Yeah. And I think with Austin sitting there too, and I'm, I'm, I'm obviously assuming a lot, but all I get is what's on TV. So I have to assume based on that. But if Austin is sitting there, I think that he is the most likely of the Reba three or the Reba three that are remaining to get every Reba vote, meaning he would, he's yeah. coming in with three votes, right? Like he's drew Julie D it's like 75% or higher that they're going to vote for Austin coming into that final tribal council before anybody else talks. And I think the thing that really kills Katura in that situation is that Bruce is never going to vote for her. Mm-hmm. And if Bruce isn't going to vote, vote for Katura, there's eight people on the jury. Austin already has three. Let's say Bruce votes for Jake. Well, now Katura has to get the other four votes, but she could get Kelly. She get Kendra for sure. I mean, those are easy. She get Caleb. I'm not counting that one out. She could get Emily. She could get all four of those votes, but she is coming in needing to get all four of those votes. If this is the final three she's in. I mean, I feel like she has a couple of, I feel like, I feel like she's, I feel like people think about who goes to bat for me in this game. Also, when they're making votes, you know, it's like who actually have my back, and I think that's the one thing also where if you, you can be very quick to jump, like, oh, well, it's not me, let my ally go home. Your allies in the jury thinking about that, mm-hmm. you know. So, people, people, and then people talk also about who fought and who didn't fight. So, it's different if you're like in the game, you have my back, you have my back, you have my back, but when push comes to shove, you didn't even try to object. I made films like a way because the relationship we had in the game isn't a relationship that I, we really actually had. That's supposed mm-hmm. to wish you in the game where you were really fighting for me. They were like, oh, well, yeah, they really fought for you. Yeah, they were really, that was a hard vote. They really were pushing. So that's different than, oh, they just gave you up because it changed yeah. your whole perspective of, you know, what you think was happening in the game. So, so now I want to go to a different one. And I think this is the most unlikely one. So we don't have to spend too much time on it, but I've seen people kind of throw it around. If the three remaining Rebas get to final three, who wins? If it's D, it's it's Austin, and it's Julie. So let's say somehow Jake messes up this idol play so bad that he manages to send Katura home at final five, and then Jake goes home at fire, and we have the final three of just the Rebus. Who pulls that out? I think it's really close. I think, I think Julie. I think Julie. I think Julie. You think Julie? Alexa, you said it close. I think it could be close. I think the – Julie uh, is 49. She's going to milk this. I'm a 49-year-old lawyer who had y'all all clocked. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, 
like, like, I feel like that's the thing where we look at you look at statistics and we're like, oh, like people that were scary. Like Gabler was scary to me because he was old. Like Jesse was scary to me. He had kids and a great story. But like, I don't care about moves. Like Julie is 49. Julie has experience. Julie's Julie's observing. Julie Julie knew when to take her foot off the foot off the pedal. Like she knew when to put her foot on the pedal. She she wanted Jake out for a while, but then was able to work with Jake. Like she's had a lot of different facets in this game. And I feel like she's also somebody I think everybody would want to vote for. You know, after getting to know her, like you know, and and I think that's something else. So I feel like she wins that one. Where I also I think with D and Austin looking like a duo, you know, I feel like Julie stands out in that group and she gets the votes. Yeah, Alexa, where do you lean there? Yeah, and and you mentioned earlier, Phil, like the pers- the perception as it seems right now is that Julie had the biggest move of the game. So, and it seemed like D's biggest move of the game in that situation should have been to vote out the guy that everyone thinks is her boyfriend. And then if they end up out there together, then it's like, well, you two just use each other to get to the end. So I think Julie being kind of the third wheel there actually really benefits her. Um, But that being said, Austin could, if Austin is there against Julie in any combination, that conversation could get very weird because Julie can be like, I did this. And Austin will say, like, you my idol. And I asked for her back and you said no. And that, I mean, it's he gave it to her, so it's hers. But I, I don't, I don't know the politics of that very much. But I feel like that would leave a bad taste in my. James mouth. just scoffed, so I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, I wish I just got one idol given to me or two yeah. idols given to me. I just got now yeah. the power just dropped in the water well. That's what I got. But no, but um, I feel like people may look at the other way and say that's badass, like to say, "I'm oh, sorry for cursing." But, um, no, you're fine. Don't worry about for being like, oh, like. There has been this whole kumbaya thing of giving stuff back to people. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Like, no, if you give me an idol, I may just keep that thing. It's mine. <laughs> like, it's better as someone steal it. You know, I think people may also say keep having Julie keep the idol may have been a safer place for the idol mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to flush it, you know, and have it there at five, you know, gives her the security. You have two obvious targets in Jake and, Jake and Couture, you know, and if one of them was immunity, the other one obviously will go home. It's like you have goodwill there. I feel like that may have been the the, the more thoughtful play, mm-hmm. long term thinking is because I think the the idol F five is a very dangerous thing. Um, that's one of the reasons why, like, when Niles is power, I wanted to keep it because, like, if you get that far, having that Niles is power at five, if I never would have made it that long, but if mm-hmm. I did, like, it's a great deterrent for if you are trying to take somebody out, you yeah. can take something from somebody. So. So I I would probably say D wins it there, but I think it would be close between her and Julie. And I think what it would come down to is just uh, Julie probably wins in that situation. Who am I kidding? Julie Julie would beat. I think Julie wins whoever she sits next to if she gets the final three. I really think. I think she would. Now if Julie is sitting. If there's three Rebus sitting there, and Julie is there, do the three Rebus think Julie did the most to contribute to getting to there? She stole Austin's idol. She was disloyal to Drew. You know, Couture has all the friends in the world in the jury. Couture tried to make moves. They didn't want to listen to her. This sounds a lot like Sandra, doesn't it? Like, I mean, it sounds a lot like someone who told people this is what we need to do, but they didn't have the agency in the game, and they can put you back and say, I I tried to get you to do this. You didn't want to do this. Alexa and I are chomping. <laughs> I, I think, Drew, I, to that point, Drew would be Julie's biggest detractor. 
he uh, would, I think, really push against. I her. think the way Katura wins is if she sits at the final three. And I don't know if Katura realizes this. I think Katura's best chance to win the game right now is sitting next to D and Julie, which is crazy to say. But when there's these five people left, I actually think her best chance is if D and Julie are both there. Because D and Julie both make really compelling arguments for how they played the game. They're going to be arguing who made this move, who made that move, who made this move. But Katura has a lot of friends on that jury. The problem is she doesn't necessarily have enough friends to overcome somebody getting all three Reba votes plus Bruce, let's say. But if Julie and D are both sitting there, let's say Austin votes D, let's say Drew, or and then Drew also votes D. And let's say Bruce goes, no, I'm voting for Julie. Like, I, I I want Julie to win this game. So he votes for Julie, and maybe Caleb votes for Julie because he's impressed with her. Katura just needs, if she gets the other four votes, she wins. So she doesn't necessarily need to, like, she has an easier path because people are splitting. So they're not going to come in with a five-vote advantage or something along those lines. Whereas I think if it's D, Austin, and Katura, D gets all the votes from anybody who was trying to vote for Ariba to win. I mean, I I slightly agree with you that I feel like that Katsura has a chance, but what I'm saying is I feel like what we're what we've seen before is that a lot of times the person that's quote unquote on the bottom, they have a lot of insight, they have a lot of information, and they've been underestimated, but they're able to communicate what happened in the game. Like Gabor, he I listened to the podcast last week. He said Julie was going to go home. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I mean, so. Would you, would you think necessarily Gabe, but playing the game, the people think Gabler had it together? Not necessarily. I mean, I thought Gabler was pretty astute out there, but I knew I also did pharmaceutical cells, so we were able to communicate. I'm like, oh, Gabler knows what he's doing out here. You know, so there's, there's, I feel like Couture is also older than what they think. She's, Couture, she's 35 when she did this, so she's been through a lot, you know, based on her backstory. I feel like her ability to communicate and to be able to understand what is happening in the perceptions to everybody else. Because when you are that person on the bottom, you're getting information from the other tribes and everybody is trying to kind of get you to move on her side. She's been on the right side of every vote that hasn't had in her name written down once. What does it sound? This sounds a lot like Gabler. I don't know. I'm just... Sounds a little more like Gavin to me. That's what I'm going to say, which (laughs) Gavin was second place. And that's where I see Katera landing after this week. Potentially, potentially. I would love to see her come alive because what's, and I I try not to think about this too much because it's very edit based, but like, like with D it's like, she is like eyes on the prize. She is driven and she is like, I want this million. And Katora for again, we're seeing this mostly after Bruce, but she is like when Dee and Austin are are canoodling on the helicopter, she's like, "You guys can canoodle. I like I want to do what I got to do to win this million." So she wants it, and she, you know, looking back, it seems like she was sort of an informant for Reba, whether or not that was like a handshake agreement. But that could be something that could work for her. She can she could say like, "Well, you guys wouldn't have known who to vote for if it wasn't for me telling you." And I think that could be something powerful. I mean. Being that person that was the Reba member, she's voted with Reba every time, correct? So what I'm move pretty sure, make? yeah. So what move did they make that she didn't make, you know, at the same time? And- I think what could hurt her, though, sorry, I feel like what could hurt her is she's been running and telling the Reba Alliance stuff when people are trying to make moves against Reba. She's done that a couple times now where she did it with the, during the Bruce episode, and she did it last week when Jake was telling her, no, 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 we got to make this our move. 
don't tell D, just let it happen. And the next scene is her sitting there bouncing up and down with D. I don't feel that I, maybe I'm just looking at this wrong because I did just say that Katera's best chance to win is sitting next to D and Julie. She has to sit next to both. But I don't know if she necessarily realizes how strong of games D and Julie are playing right now. She keeps telling them everything. So okay, all right. Now, 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 I'm I'm, I'm gonna bring this back down to back to the the Sandra argument, right? Now, if the people in Katera's first try, she's on the bottom of that try. They want to pull her out. Bruce finds the idol. No one tells her. Right? True. That's like, true. <laughs> okay. So what you're telling me is you want me to be loyal to you who wanted to vote me out and who was planning to vote me out this whole entire time instead of me working with the people and voting y'all out who wanted to vote me out. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what path did you want me to choose? Were you working with me? No. So why would I make plans with you? Mm-hmm. So, like, were you able to say that? Same thing Sandra was able to say, hey, I wanted to vote Russell out. Y'all didn't want to do it. Y'all wanted to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. When you had the ability to say that and it's the truth and you didn't put anybody there, well, you did because you, you, the information was flowing. But Reba, Reba doing, was doing her thing. Everybody there can say, yeah, we, we may not have had you. Weren't, we weren't playing with you. Like, we, we wanted your vote. We weren't playing with you. And yeah. so you got to, like, I think that I think that's one of those factors where, um, uh, and also, I feel like also the person at last person for that majority alliance if they're there by themselves, a lot of times that majority alliance doesn't like that. You know, Mike happened to Mike in 40, 42. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of backlash. You know, um, Julie can make it that from Drew, but it wouldn't be that base. But I'm like, it's sort of a, a better chance just because she has been within the know. But also, I don't feel like she's had her footing. But if she can explain it in a way where I align with the big dogs, Y'all weren't trying to really take me anywhere. I knew the big dogs were going to crack. Here I am. And same thing Gabler did. Gabler was the first person to say Jesse and Cody was a problem. But Gabler didn't have an artillery to take them out. So if no one else is going to try to take them out, why am I going to sit here and try to take them out? I'm going to work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can frame the game up, you know, in a way where it's like, Jake, you were shooting at a wall. I was just on the other side of the wall. And, and it's how you frame things. Like, and not to say that, not to say, you know, Jake, I think Jake, I think Katoris has the best chance based on the way I see things unfolding. So let's let's jump into like some real power rankings then and and talk about this. So anybody who's playing our power rankings game, hopefully you listen this long. If you're involved in that, the way that you want to score it for the last week. Now I'm gonna open another tab. Okay, so if this all goes to hell, you two just keep talking and pray <laughs> for my computer because I have no idea what's going on. But I'm going to try to open up the Survivor Specialist tab because I want to explain these rules to anybody who's playing. You're trying to get this exactly right. So if you've been playing our Power Rankings game, you cannot gain points this week. You can only lose points. So if you get, let's say the final five ends as Katara at one, Jake at two, Julie at three, Austin at four, D at five, and you have that, you will get zero points. That's what you want. If, let's say, Katura wins and you have her in spot number five, you will lose four points because that's the difference. Katura was four points away from where you actually had her. So you want to stay even and just a quick score update for the people at the top so that everybody knows so that they can plan accordingly. Corwin Green has 120 and has already turned in his answers, so he does not care. He doesn't care what any of you have to say. <laughs> Andy Vogel has 117. Jake Thulin has 107. 
Austin Garso also has 107. I have 111. I am actually in third place, but that doesn't matter. It's all about the patrons and, and what they're doing. That's for our $20 tier. So um, I just want to make sure that's clear. We're going to start from five. We're going to work our way back to number one. So James, I, I feel like you're going to have something different than Alexa and I. So I'm going to let you go first here and set the tone. Who do you think is making Kendra have an exorcism? as she called it on Twitter earlier today at tribal council, because she is making that face and going crazy and everybody in the jury's making the face. I have to assume this is over Jake playing his idol because they're showing the jury. So Wait, I got to see this. Who tweeted this? Kendra tweeted like I'm having an exorcism over something. I don't even know, but she's going crazy. She looks, it's, it's just like everything we've seen so far. They're all making crazy faces, but I'm assuming this is Jake playing the idol. So who do we think Jake either idols out? or wrongly puts his vote on and who goes home at final five? Uh, I I thought one way going into this, I'm going to come out the other way. I think Austin goes home at five, sadly. Okay. Why, why do you think he ends up getting fifth instead of, uh, instead of surviving this first one? I feel like it's the most, I think that gives, I think Jake the best chance. He, I think he fails to win at the end that final four immunity. Okay. That's it. He just going all based on immunity. So you, do you think he fears, do you think though that he feels with this idol that if he plays this for somebody who isn't viewed as the biggest threat by the jury, he has any chance to win? I don't know what what they're thinking as far as threat level or anything. I I can't even guess. I don't, I don't know. I just know when you have a chance to take out a player, Typically, taking out the biggest guy in the game or a big guy gets you kudos. Austin has won immunities. He's he's found two idols. He hasn't called. I don't think he's called a vote yet. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that that move. You know, Julie and D are still together. You know, I feel like that. I feel like I feel like that's the best strategy. I feel like that's a sound strategy. I feel like you also may want may want to take out D, but I feel like Austin or D. But I say Austin. You're going to go Austin. Alexa, who are you going to go at five? I actually also had Austin at number five, funnily enough. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I think to what, like, James, I'm watching this scene in your head, like what exactly you just said. Like, Julie and Dee are saying that to each other. Like, he's got immunities. He's gotten the amulet. He's got all this stuff. He had, like, he had a ton earlier. He gave gave away an idol. Like, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I have so much. I don't even need this one. Like, and I, I don't know what's going to happen with him and D in, ter- in terms of gameplay. I'm not sure on their relationship status, like after last week's episode, but Austin is not going to blindly trust her for, for lack of a term, the way that he previously had. So if anything, this will cause like at least a little distrust towards her. And so from her perspective, she's like, well, now probably my number one challenge competitor could be going after me to some extent. And everyone knows that Jake and Kentora are two people that you can go to. And there's, there's five people left. So you really just need those two if you want to make a move. So I actually think Dee and Julie stay together for one more vote and get rid of Austin. I will go with the fans and I will give the correct answer. <laughs> I have, I have Julie. I think it's going to be Julie. And I, I think Jake I think in a in a normal season of Survivor, if you looked at the DVD cover, right? This is how I like to think about Survivor. 
If you looked at the DVD cover of Survivor this season, you didn't watch it. You just were you were in Barnes and Noble because I guess that's the only place that still sells DVDs. So you're in Barnes and Noble and you walk down and you see Survivor 45. And on that cover, you see D, Julie, Jake, Katura, and Austin. If you're just picking up that DVD from their headshot, who are you thinking is the biggest threat in that game? You're thinking it's Austin. That's where your head's going to go. He's the strong, buff, young guy, right? Good looking. That's where your head is going to go. However, with how the game has been played, I think Austin is the easiest person out of the original Rebus to beat. And I think Jake knows that. And I think Jake realizes that he's got to get rid of D or he's got to get rid of Julie. And it's got to be one of those two. If he's going to play his idol correctly, if he's going to get jury votes, it has to be one of those two people who go. Because getting rid of Austin, while if you're picking up that DVD box, is going to look like the right move, the jury is going to sit there and say, you got an idol at, and you used it at final five for to gain footing in this game. And you used it to get rid of the guy who was blindsided the week before and had not made the right vote for two straight weeks now because the week before is the other thing. So that's what I think he's got to go Julie or D. And because I think D's going to win, I got to put Julie at five. My problem, and I love you, Jake, if you're listening, is I don't know if Jake is going to pull this off. I think it'd be great. If he gets D or Julie out, then I'm I'm in. I love it. Here, here's the deal. Jake, like, the only thing Jake can do wrong this episode is vote out Couture, which he won't do. Like, <laughs> yes, any, any move he makes is going to be a good move unless... Like they come, Julie comes to him and says, let's vote out D or let's vote out Austin. And then he takes that information and does something else. Like what save Austin just to vote out. Like it's literally either he's going to get the majority votes. He's still going to play the idol for himself. So any movie he's making is going to be a move. So like him and Couture are basically probably safe. Like, so it's, it's up to him. I just feel like Austin makes the most sense. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like sometimes you when we're watching the game, like you said, you're like, oh, like we don't they don't have all this background information. Um, Drew has a lot of information, and Drew's probably Austin's biggest fan out there. I mean, he's probably he's but he may not be happy to be told D, so it just depends on how things roll out. I think Austin they should take the shot at Austin. He's a he's the immunity guy. This is why you take I feel like Jake is a student of the game, strategic player. I feel like he does that when his final immunity takes couture. Like I feel like he has a path to win too. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, like I feel like that's that's kind of what he has to do. Let me ask. Let me play devil's advocate here, and let's say Jake plays his idol, and he plays it on whoever he knows is getting the votes. Let's say he hears everybody's going to vote for Julie, so he plays his he plays his idol over on Julie because Katara's like, no, it's really going to go Julie. Maybe Jake wins immunity. Let's play this role. Jake wins immunity, and he finds out that that means everybody's going to vote Julie out. Does he then play an idol for Julie and vote D out of the game or vote Austin out of the game? Do you think he would have to do that? There's no way the Rebus don't vote for Abella. Like they, I feel like I don't think there's any possible way that those three, like you can't have the, you can't, like at this point, you're going to go to the, there's no point in jockeying at now. <laughs> you're going mm-hmm. to Final Four. Like there's no <laughs> jockeying at this point. Like literally, you take your majority, you put it on whoever that's what it needs between Jake and Gator. That's what you do. And it, so it, <laughs> If Jake wins, he plays his idol for Katura, right? I mean, I think that would yeah. make the most sense. That, that, that who does he? Sense. Who does he? And you think he votes for Austin? You think in that situation he would put his one sh- single vote on Austin? I, I think D and Julie. May, I, I feel like that's the fun part. I mean, mm-hmm. where I feel like that's where, like, what do you want to happen? What do you want to manipulate at that point? 
or do you, does Jake really have a target? Does he want to just see chaos? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, inter- the jury, I would love to be entertained. So, like, I mean, yeah. if I was on the jury, like, the jury like, clearly <laughs> likes being entertained. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it also says like this where you can say, I don't care who I played my game. I don't care who I sit next to at the end. I feel like that's something that a lot of times people talk about, but truth be told, you really should be worried about playing your game. I feel like Gabler, Eric, all the winners of New Era literally are like people that worry about playing your game, understanding what's happening in the game, and not don't worry about X, Y, and Z. Like, like just like in your game, if you're doing that, that makes sense. You try to make like I think everybody, the reason why we kind of quote unquote had people you thought were winning. But when you're doing that, at some point, the information comes together. And you're going to need shields to get you to the end or take you to choose you. Like, you want to get chosen. And you can't get chosen playing the most bombastic game unless you're playing the bombastic game with people playing bombastic games with you. You just quadrupled the amount of times bombastic has been said on this podcast <laughs> in one sentence. But, no, I agree. I agree. I, it's fascinating because we don't know who's going to win immunity. We don't know what Jake's going to do with that idol. We don't know who he's viewing as the person that would impress the jury the most. And we're getting 90-minute episodes, and we still don't know the answers to that question. But I do think that by the end of this finale, the logic behind the moves that people make will make a lot more sense to us than they ever have in the past because we have – so much built up knowledge of why people are doing things. It's like, here's the thing. Katora, when she talked to Jake, she said, like, I can get D. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she didn't say maybe. She, I felt like she was really confident in her ability to get D. You know? Um, so I feel, yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like it's, like, yeah. So I don't know what you're doing, who's going out fourth. Yeah, What's go the- ahead. Who do you have losing fire? Uh, ooh, I forgot it's not a vote out one. Well, Oh but no! I, I mean, I, I got, I got, uh, I got probably D losing to Julie. D losing wow. to Julie. I, I'm a big believer that. Who doesn't if you, like that? If you come for the queen, you better not miss. And if they don't get the queen at five, then they missed, and she's gonna win fire. D is somehow gonna be the fire making winner. I have no idea why. I just assume that if you can make fire in the humidity of Miami, you're great. You can go do it anywhere, so she'll win. Um, you know, they, they haven't shown that much fire making this season. They haven't. Which, which, like, so normally you have an idea, like, as far as, okay, who, like, can, who gets the fire fire going? And you haven't heard that much talk about it either in the confessional standpoint, because normally a producer is going to say, hey, you think this person can make fire, blah, 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 blah. So, like, those are the subtle things you kind of, like, they show Sammy, oh, Sammy can make fire. Sammy can start a fire. Like, there's no yeah. way Sammy, Sammy wasn't making it. Yeah, but they showed they showed Heidi in 44 making it in, like, episode one or two, and then she goes on to win fire in the fastest time they I ever mean, had. I mean, mm-hmm. Heidi Heidi is a beast. Like, mm-hmm. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi is awesome. Like, it's, it did not surprise me that Heidi made fire and knew how to make fire. Engineer, <laughs> yeah. genius, does CrossFit, extremely dedicated. Like, if there are things, like, people pick up on, like, from a, oh, like, you got to think about, like, their lifestyle in real life. What does that mean for them? And, like, how do those things translate, like, to them as a survivor person? Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's going to be Julie, Jake, and Katora in the final three. Okay. So, I, I'm going to say D wins fire, but I will say I think this is Jake's episode. And I think Jake's going to play the idol at five. And I think he's going to win immunity at four. And I think he's going to take Katora with him. And he's going to put Austin against D. Hoping Austin wins. And I think D is going to win 
And that's going to be what hurts Jake in the final three. Mm. I mean, I, I feel like I I had my winner pick. If Jake does all of that, I feel like that's I feel like if Jake does that, then Jake can I feel like Jake can win the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had someone like be like that dominant towards the end and in lose in recent memory. But it could also happen where people can say, like, you but I think the thing about Jake was he was trying to go to bat for people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the power. Like I feel like he he would have tried like the Bruce vote, he lost the vote. Caleb, he was trying to get Caleb, he was willing to go to rocks for Caleb. So people remember those type of things. Like you were trying to go to rocks when with me, you know. I feel like Caleb, Jake has the Caleb vote, you know. Katora, hey, am I am I changing my winner pick? I don't know. I know you switching it around a little bit. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's. Uh, I think Katori gets taken to the end too, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she also. Yeah, I'll be quiet now. So that's fine. No, 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 you're good. Um, Phil, you're on mute, so I'll, I'll do my four. Unless you have something else. Oh, I just wanted to say regarding regarding that, uh, James, you had said that we haven't seen somebody dominate that close to the end. Last year, maybe we just didn't see it because we were all drinking. But Heidi did win immunity, give oh. up immunity, sit yeah. in final final four fire making, take out Carson, and what she get one vote. That so, crowd got me so oh, crazy when when Heidi won fire. I was like, the way that the bar was, I was like, she's gonna win dumb. like Survivor fifty. I think Dom Abate <laughs> bet me like five thousand dollars or something i'm still waiting on that he said he that heidi was gonna win and and she didn't so i I mean heidi was like my winner pick like once once i met heidi in real life i was like oh like she's dangerous like like she was like she'd have been the scariest player out there for me like superstar like just always observing everything like just looking at people in the scene like great person um yeah i memories are short like literally like like she did this whole entire thing like she was on top on top went down to the bottom a little bit came up one made fire it's still yeah so now i feel better about my winter pick now there you go (laughs) alexa who's your who's losing fire i i'm mostly doing this to because phil i don't want us to have like the exact same finish oh. but i'm gonna say katora loses fire wow. against julie so i think d wins final immunity and i think I've, I've i'm putting a lot of eggs in our conversations basket but this maybe one-sided maybe two-sided relationship between katora and the reba tribe makes me think that out of the th- so d wins there's three of them left, and I think she knows that Jake is the one that she can most likely beat. They really did not fly in the same circle at all. And then Julie is the one who she wants to get out. And because we have, I have no idea who's good at fire and who is not. So maybe putting her up against Katora in my brain is a bad idea. But I think Katora loses, and then that gives us a spicier final tribal council because it can be D versus Julie, which I would love to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we got two Rebas in the final three, that would be interesting to see how they try to differentiate their games, but yeah. it's just such a tough path to get two of them in the final three because of Jake's idol being a wild card at final five and then fire being there at final four. It's a, it's, it's not as clear cut as it used to be to get your alliance to final three. 
I mean, it, it kind of is. You just have to go in with three or go with four, knowing that somebody, like, you, it, it literally makes, like, this is like an old school player's dream. Like, you find your alliance, so you just go to the end. Like, the only reason why they aren't sitting at the end right now is because Drew took a shot at Julie. Mm-hmm. If Drew didn't take that shot at Julie, they would have just voted somebody else out, and it would have been those four, and three of them would have guaranteed, like, you had a two, like, you have 50% chance of being in a final two, you know, final three. You have to, I feel like that's the math, but I feel like the math you want is like, oh, I want to be happy with nine votes at the end, and I want mm-hmm. to next to goats. But that just doesn't, that's not how it happens. So I feel like I think this, hopefully this, we had the, you know, Tika three last year, the Reba four this year. What are we seeing? We're seeing alliances actually come back. Yeah. Yeah. And people all of a sudden don't like that. It's like, no, we do like that. Let's keep the alliances. Alliances aren't a bad thing. Because when when the alliance fracture, and I think now with 90 minute episodes, you can see the divisions and people's perspectives. And I don't know if we understand the Reba dynamic and we take away 30 minutes from each episode this season. I agree. We don't don't know the dynamic. We're like, okay, maybe those boring Reba people. Well, and let's be honest. If we're, if we're doing 60 minute episodes, who's getting cut from the edit? Julie, Katura, and probably Austin. It's probably Julie Katura and Austin that are getting cut because they've had a, like Katura and Austin have had a lot of content. But if they're not going to win, which they could still win, but like whichever one out of whichever two people out of Katura, D, and Austin isn't going to win, they're going to get their edits cut there because has, what was that? Who has the most confessionals this season? Right now, the most is I'm scared to look, but I think it's I think it's uh. I think it's Austin right now. Yeah, Austin's been a narrator. I think it is Austin, but Katura, I know Katura has more than D, but not by much. I think she has five more than oh, D. Yeah. I think it's, uh, was, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Katura and Austin are tied at 57. D has 52. Jake has 46. Julie has 42, but Drew had 65 and Emily had 62. So both of them technically still have the most confessionals this season. I can't believe Katura is. Tied has for first. Amount of confessionals remaining. That's crazy. But if her and Austin, if they don't I know win, James, that's your girl. But if they, if they don't win, I feel like if you go back to a sixty minute episode, that's what's getting cut, and all of a sudden these votes make less sense because we're not hearing as much from Austin, we're not hearing as much from Katura, and that's frustrating. So you have to remember that when you're watching a ninety minute episode, even if you feel like oh that's dragging a little bit, whatever it is, you are getting so much more information, and that ultimately, as a Survivor fan, is what you should want. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the season, you're getting everything. I feel like they're just showing the nooks and crannies that, you know, everybody sees and wish you would have shown. Not to, and not to say the edit is the edit, right? But it's like, oh, why? Like, like think like the Lindsay. It's like, Lindsay, if you had 15 more minutes with Coco and Lindsay, what would they, how would they have shown that information? And Lindsay would have little, maybe looked a little paranoid, but you would have seen maybe Carla saying, I kind of want to get Lindsay out. This is my plan to get Lindsay out. Like, this is kind of what happens. Okay, like, maybe we see more things leading up to certain things happening, which mm-hmm. I think we get here, which yeah. is which is pretty pretty cool. Um, I'm going to close out mine because I think mine are the most obvious at this point because I keep saying that D's going to win. Uh, I do think we're going to get a 7-1-0 again. I think no matter what we want in this world, I feel like getting it to be a 6-2-0 or a 5-2-1 is just, is just so far-fetched at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say D's going to win. I'm going to say Jake is the Owen of the season. He tried his best. He did everything he could. He just couldn't get his footing and nothing could happen. 
And then I'm going to say Katura gets second and she gets, what is the opposite of the James vote? Because you ruined a perfect game with your vote. Who is going to be the one who ensures Katura doesn't get the Sugar Kuiper game, right? Because Sugar ended up with zero votes in the game and then she got zero votes at final tribal who's going to be the like what is what is what's the name for that i don't know but i think kendra is going to vote for katura and katura will get one vote from kendra and it'll be 710 it'll be a 710 710 yeah Ugh, we live in hell so bad <laughs> we live in hell i think it's gonna be 710 last year i, I convinced myself it was not gonna be a 710 i convinced myself carolyn would even get some votes i my bold prediction going into the final episode was Everybody at Final Tribal will get votes, and then it was seven one zero. And you know what? I've just given up hope. It's going to be seven one zero until until Todd, Amanda, and Courtney come trotting on back onto the island. Until, yeah. until the jury format switches, or there's no more final three, which neither of which will ever happen. Seven one zero is going to be so common. Not nah, what I think happens should be so is like information. Just it's a lot of information happening very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like so. Like, like the first, the first three days of the merge are like back to back to back to back, right? So like, we don't. It's not that much time to decompress, change. Like, so people aren't. Information is coming. So if you don't have information, you don't have information. Yeah. And when you do have information, you do have information. And mm-hmm. then it's that point where once people start going home, everything makes sense to everybody, and then everybody's on equal footing. But that at that time, the power dynamics are already there. So, I mean, and people, in, and when you're playing the game, you understand who's in control, who's making the moves, because, like, either your move works or your move doesn't. So, when you, you're running things until you go home. Like, I thought I was running things until they booted me out. Then you're like, okay, who made who was in control of that? What happened that book? Damn. And people are just, like, figuring that out when leaving the game and as the game progresses. So, that's why I feel like you're, you're seeing these, these lopsided votes is because you're able to – People are acquiescing around what they value that season. And it's not like people are getting together and tr- it's like literally when you think about how people vote, each season makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the game where vote makes sense to me for the reason why people made that vote. I still would have cast, but that made sense for my reasons. Yeah. And it was in like game where is my guy. <laughs> but I thought Cass <laughs> played a better game, you know, but from from a relationship standpoint, Gabler had better relationships. You know, and that's what it comes down to. Jam Jam had better relationships, but were relationships threatening in this season? I don't know if they're thinking about it like that. You know, but Jam Jam had great relationships. You know, that's how Marianne, she was underestimated. She was able to form pretty good relations with everybody. Why? Because you're not the person that's responsible for the. We're not thinking that you're thinking. So when you're talking to somebody, you're building that, that bond. Oh, it's not strategic. That's Marianne, or she just. But you're building that rapport, you know. Yeah. I didn't see as much as that with Eric, but I'm pretty sure the same thing where they knew that she wasn't had the power within the within that tribe coming over. So you're able to build those those friendships and relationships on a different level where you're not coming from a position of power. When you're at a power and you start trying to build a foot, like why are you trying to be my friend? You're trying to get my vote. Mm-hmm. As opposed to when you're at the bottom, it feels different. So I think there's a lot of different nuances, you know, to the jury and what's happening out there. It's going to be interesting to see, especially if more Rebas end up on this jury. Like if three of the four Rebas end up in this jury and one of them ends up on in the final three. It's going to be interesting how like the loyalty theme will play out, because this is the first time we've seen a successful 
like alliance of four in what feels like 10 years. So it'll be interesting to see, like, are the players who were scorned by it, are they going to be frustrated and vote against it? Or are they going to respect it? Because in this day and age, it's so hard to do. And I think even like this could impact future seasons too, especially if Julie D or Austin win, because now people can point to loyalty and say, look, it actually works down. I feel like it, I feel like final tribal has gone down to literally each one who literally just has the best control of the game and can can speak to it. Exactly. Um, and I I in the and I wonder I have an idea who I think has that right now who has the least amount of animosity, mm-hmm. low animosity, low animosity mixed with you know great understanding of what happened in the game. Not necessarily moves what happened in the game. And I think that's the mix I look for now in a survivor winner, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah. Alexa, you go second here. And and I just want to announce this. Alexa, make your final final predictions. Like wow. make your final final predictions. Because final finale prediction. This is it. Alexa's final. This is your last chance to pick a right winner, which I don't think you've done since Wendell's. So let's since go. Wendell's my one and done. I've <laughs> yeah. Like, for however many seasons I've done this. Um, okay, so I think. Jake is the zero of the seven one zero. Um, I will for my final episode. I'm going to manifest a non seven one zero. I think D still edges it out, and Julie gets second place because the we haven't really had this situation come up very often. Where like everyone's like Julie's a threat, Julie's a threat, Julie's a threat, and Ju- and then Julie actually makes it there. Like usually when someone's a huge threat, they are gone by the time the final three comes. So, but I think as a result of that, people may almost hold it against her that she got there. Like, I I don't, I'm curious. I don't know if I agree with you, James, on the, her holding on to the idol thing. Like I, as someone who's never played, would find, if I'm Austin, I'm on the jury, I would be like, dude, you took my idol. Like that is not being a good ally, especially when Julie's whole thing is I wanted to go to the four with the four so that being said she's also a lawyer and jake's also a lawyer so i think it would be like she and d would really spar but i think d also has that she's got that story and it isn't showing too much in the season but someone picked d i think emily picked d for like the girls night out at the sanctuary because d has been talking about her family so much and they knew that they were going to be um letters from home so there is this like undertone of d is doing this for her family that's something that she talked about after she won immunity and that is a huge driver so i think that's something that might come out a little bit more at final tribal and people love a good sob story not a sob story but people love like a story that like that is what is driving her that is what is driving d to win and it's really hard to argue with that and julie's we know this from like the pre-season but I don't know if Julie can come out and say, actually, I'm a lawyer. I don't know if people would like that. I mean, people's interpretation of the threats when you get to the end of the game sometimes changes. Everybody yeah. said Cassidy was a big threat. You know, they said in their confessionals, but when it got to the end of the game, that threat level may have changed by the time it got there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who did you, who did you, who do you have winning? I'm oh, sorry, I took off. Did, did you say you oh, had sorry, winning? D. D's going to win. So Phil, you have D. Alexa, Alexa, you have D. I do. We're uh, we're basic, you know. We're basic. Know. But I've been in on D since the she was announced as being from Florida. So the day D <laughs> was born in Florida, and I was like, oh, okay, if she ever goes in Survivor, she'll win. Like that's it. Game. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so my thought process this whole when I first saw the tribes was that the the least um, threatening Bello was going to win the game, and that was my thought process. And I thought that was going to be Kelly because <laughs> like, I thought Kelly was going to be like the least threatening of all the Bellows. Like, but she became very socially threatening very quickly. So my 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 theory winner picks are there, which are Jake and Katora. You know. I think Couture has been the least threatening and the most stealthy in working with the Rebus. A la my man Gabler that won season 43. I feel like she has a very compelling story, um, as we all saw on the show. Um, I feel like I feel like she has the ability, I think kind of it's gonna be Sandra Asquare. None of y'all voted for me, but I'm I'm this, I'm that, I've done this, I've done that. When I tried to do that, like, remember when she said this plan is going to work unless Austin does this? She has a very good read on the game. So she knows they're in the showmance. You know, like, she, like she's understanding the game. So I feel like this could be one of those situations where you have people that have, may have had strong game moves. But I feel like also you have to look at opportunity. And if you just don't have the opportunity, if, if you're at the bottom of your tribe, you don't have numbers. The other dominant tribe is winning. I feel like you know, that's a rock and a hard place. And I think mm-hmm. juries in the past have respected that. And that's why, you know, a player like Cassandra can win when it looks like she didn't make any moves. She was dragged to the end. It's like, no, <laughs> like I tried to tell you to do this. I tried to tell you to do this. Y'all weren't with me. What do you want me to do? And mm-hmm. I think that is a strong argument for the jury, especially if you can paint the picture to say, well, if, especially if the Reba members say, oh, um, Julie, Julie wants to take credit. And if you remember saying, I did that, I did that, I did that. You know, I feel like there could be a, a a big opening there where those things can happen. You know, like if you don't if you don't own the game, you have to own your game here, and it's easier to own that game when you were playing the game like Katora did and Gabler did. Than you played the game if you're really cutthroat like a Mike Turner did. Like it's mm-hmm. easy, like you know, it's harder to own that game. You know, so we will see. I mean, I think this is a good comparison to some other things we've seen for the past. So then, who? Did, what is your wins? final three winning? Then, do you have Katura winning, and then who? Who do you have second, Julie? I don't even know how these votes will go out. I get, I, how many people are in the jury? Well, that's because that's because you're living in La La Land, James. Of course, you don't know how they're going to go out. No, I mean, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like the who knows the Reba three could be up, the Reba three could be up for, up for grabs. And yeah, you, and you get three Reba votes and one one stray. You got four, and that's maybe all you need. I would say if in this hypothetical of you have the all lawyer final three, which is what people were asking about in the chat earlier, but I didn't want to bring it up because I had a feeling that's where you were going based on the way you were talking. So (laughs) in this hypothetical all lawyer final three, I think that D 100% votes for Julie. I think there's no doubt hands down. She's voting Julie. She played close with Julie Julie's social game was there. You know, her and Julie were working hand in hand since day one. That is 100% going to happen. After that, I think every single vote is up for grabs. Because I don't think Austin and Drew are 100% going to vote for Julie. I think Austin eventually will because that's where Drew's are. That's where D's going to go. I don't think Drew will. I could see Drew voting for Jake because he's annoyed. But he hates Jake. So why would he vote for Jake? Boom. One vote Katera. Bruce doesn't vote Katera. Bruce votes Jake, let's say. Now it's 2-1-1, and you have Kelly, and you have Kendra, and you have Emily. I mean, they could go either way on Katara or Julie, depending on who makes the, the right argument. I I think 
Um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do feel like what we've seen in the past is that the last member from the big alliance, if it's not a couple of you there, everybody in that jury looks at you and say, what did you really do? Mm-hmm. And, it, and the question is, we'll be able to articulate that and give credit, take credit and still get the votes of the people that you voted out. And, and I feel like that's a tough road to navigate that we haven't seen, A, people get to the end or navigate that to get the votes. Mm-hmm. We haven't mm-hmm. seen that done yet. So, I mean, if it happens this time, great. But I don't see it happening this time. Again, I just don't see, see it happening right now. So give us give us the official. What's the final <laughs> vote total? And who and Katura wins. How many votes does she get? Could it, was it, how many jurors? There's eight about? jurors. All right. Uh... So I think it'd be a four, 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 two, four, three, a four, three, one, maybe. I can see that would a four, be the three, dream. One. I can see a four, three, one. I can see a four, two, two. Um, That'd be great. I, I, I think I, I really do. I feel like it's gonna be different, pers- different perspectives. And if the if the rebuild for like I can see like three Rebus going for the Rebus, then everybody's saying forget the Rebus. Mm-hmm. But Drew, Drew, I don't know. If Drew's voting for for Julie. Like, I yeah. don't think that's in the cards, you know. Um, is Drew voting for Drake? Jake? I, I don't know if that's in the cards. Mm-hmm. Did Drew just say, like, you know, I, I'm voting for Couture because I felt, I knew she was on the bottom. She gave information. She never came for me. So maybe maybe that's all you need to get a vote. So I feel like that's why I think Couture is going to win the game. I feel like she has the least blood in her hands. She has a good perspective. And said no one has voted for her yet to go home, which is a lot of strong things to say going into tribal. Y'all, so oh, I love it. I love, I love it. it. I, I like your. I like where your head's at. I mean, at the beginning of the year, Katera, Austin, and D were my three um, big picks. Like that's who I thought was going to do well, and here they are. So I'm feeling really good about myself. But let's say here's a here's another hypothetical for you, James. Let's say we can't get out of the seven one hell that we live in. And so let's say Jake gets zero votes and Jake is the zero vote finalist. And now you have Julie and Katura and you say Katura is going to win. Who will be the James Jones who ruins a perfect game for the second winter in a row? Who do you think is the least likely to vote for Katura on that jury? Uh, ooh, I think it's going to be Dick. So I feel like Katura would get all the bellows, Emily, um, Drew and Austin, and then D will vote for Julie. There you go. You heard it here. There you heard it here. It. James James is going to have to start making uh, shirts to join his club. The perfect game ruiners, you know? I mean, hey, I'm, I, I love that. I think I, I – go ahead. I didn't know what a perfect game was. Like, I, like and literally, I never – like, I mean, I was a Survivor fan. I, I, like, I thought I was until I went on the show. I'm like, wow. Like, y'all are so, – like, it gets yeah, deep. Weird. Like, That's like what – um in Emily's exit press, she's like, I knew there were Survivor fans. I didn't know that they were like this. Like, it's like a whole other planet of people. I remember when I fell Reddit, I was like, oh, this is a world. This is cute. Like, this is fun <laughs> to play around in. Like, it's fun. Like, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, just, I mean, I, I just think that's the way it's been going in recent history. I mean, if, if if it changes in the favor going into the tonight wins, so be it. But that hasn't been the case. Yeah. We'll see. I, we if the four wins, I, I would love that. I would I mean, be shocked. I would. I mean, I mean, let's go back. I, I went back and listened to all those Gaper podcasts during our season. It was great. Like, 
<laughs> going into this week, going to the merge, it can't be Gabler. Like, it cannot be Gabler. <laughs> and it was Gabler. You know, and it was Gabler. I mean, it's like we've, we've been playing in the ultimate Hydra threat level. Couture is one of the strongest people to me going into the game where I'm like, she's 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 held her own. She's strong. She's I think she downplayed the lawyer thing. Like, mm-hmm. she went to Georgetown Law. Like, she was, like, not a slouch at all. And it's like, she's played the slouch role, which is what you have to do now, you know? Yeah. All right. I love it. We got anything else? Any any last thoughts, James, before we before we wrap this up? I mean, you only probably missed the first interception from Jalen Hurts, so you got time. <laughs> that is, that <laughs> In three great. minutes. I, I would just say, I mean, I, I just – I say give the, you know, jury's grace. You know, and I mean, you can disagree with it, but keep your keep your disagreement respectful. If you disagree, whatever comes out, whatever happens. Um, and uh, I just say, have fun with everybody out there, um, and you know, be nice, crack some jokes, but be nice with it. To everybody, explain the game. They're dealing with a lot. Uh, it's a lot to process, and people are still processing it years after we're playing. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you too for having me. Um, and I, I thank you for creating this podcast. It's great, like for people like me who are newer to like all this stuff, where it's like dope to hear people like really think about the stuff you did and how you played, and you know what's going on in the survivor community. So we truly appreciate it. Oh, thank you, James. It was, a, it was a pleasure to have you. And um, uh, this is where we always name drop the Patreon. So I just want to let everybody know I did change the Patreon URL. So it's Patreon.com/slash/the specialists instead of Survivor Specialists. Because it's just going to make so much more sense come January. It's going to be so weird if it keeps saying Survivor Specialist. So you can still get there from Survivor Specialist, but do it from The Specialist. And on Christmas Eve, I'll have a little present for everybody where I kind of talk. I'm, I'm dropping a video that'll just talk about where the specialists are going in uh, 2024 with Alexis part-time freelance type role <laughs> on on-demand <laughs> call. Uh, she's going to be the 24-hour nurse where it's like, hey – something went terribly wrong this week, please come back. Um, but where what's what this podcast and this channel and everything is just going to look like in the future because I'm really excited about what's coming and I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So go check out patreon.com slash the specialist. I hope that Alexa not staying here full time doesn't drive away people like James. Um, but you know, you never know. You never know. James is about to mute himself and be like, scream off to the side. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to be here. Um but Alexa, go ahead. For the last time, uh, before for the last predictions episode ever, take us for predictions. So yeah, be still become a patron, patreon.com backslash the specialist or survivor specialist, whichever is easier for you to type in. Uh, Phil and I are going to be doing my final Patreon podcast this Friday morning. So if you are in our Discord, which you should be if you're a patron, um, drop a question in there, ask me whatever you want. Maybe because I'm leaving, I'll tell you something that I didn't want to tell earlier, but no, put some good questions in there. And then we're going to have a retrospective as well, obviously. And tune in this Wednesday, way past our bedtime at 11.05 PM Eastern for our recap of the three hour finale. I think you're right, James, because we've been watching episodes for an hour and a half. The finale is going to feel a lot different because it's, it's not going to feel like a whole night affair, but it still will be. So tune in for our recap then james we love having you on i would if katora wins i i don't need like i'm here for it you can have all my patreon money we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> that was the reason i didn't i i thought it was going to be kelly kelly's my winner pick i thought she was like the the least uh, most underestimated bellow i looked at reva 
I knew they weren't going to tribal. I thought Lulu was definitely going to go to tribal. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just the way it set up. They were losing the first two challenges regardless. It was just set up that way. Just kind of, yeah. Yeah. Hey, crazier things have happened than Katera winning. And James is the poster child. His season is the poster child for that. So, hey, anything yeah. can happen. That's the beauty of Survivor. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all Wednesday night. Can't wait for it. Should be a fun one. Anybody who's going to any of the live events all around, if you're in LA and you're considering it and somehow you can still get tickets, my God, you need to go because it's going to be absolute. Third so base is fun too. Yeah. And you're going to see like people that you like never thought you would see like pop mm-hmm. up there, which is the craziest thing. So I, I get starstruck when I go to these things and I go back like, oh, shoot. Like, oh, that's a re. I'm like, hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to be at these things if you're in the boat. So you're in LA, pick up a ticket. Yeah, the 37 finale. Um, this was before Bryce and Wendell were doing the parties, but Alexa and I were out there. And I mean, I was living there, so Alexa was crashing on my couch and we were eating McDonald's every meal. But um, we were we we were at the one bar after the finale and John Cochran walked in. And I was just like, oh shit. Like my mom always said I was gonna be you. And he she looked at me and he said, I'm so sorry your mom felt that way. And it was just, it was amazing. But like, I met him, I met Yao Man at the season 38 uh, finale. So you just never know. Los Angeles is just that place. You just never know who's going to trip through the door. And and you're going to be like, you'll be telling people stories about, wow, it was worth it going out there the week before Christmas and pissing off my family. So that I could go to the Survivor finale and meet a bunch bunch of celebrities that are really nice people. So yeah, it's worth it. Um, That's it. That's all I got. That's it. James, it's always a pleasure. Love having you on. Glad we were able to get you on for the second straight season. And uh, that's it. We'll see you Wednesday. Y'all Wednesday. Peace.